Welcome to our podcast, Bible Lessons for the Christian Life, hosted by TNW Ministries. In each episode, we will provide segments on practical life applications for followers of Christ through the in-depth study of the Bible. We appreciate you spending time with us today, and stay tuned after the lesson for more information on our ministry and how to contact us. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast concerning the fruit of the Spirit found in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. This podcast works on meekness. We can look at meekness in two directions here. We have biblical meekness and we have worldly meekness. Biblical meekness, an active and deliberate acceptance of circumstances without resentment. The worldly meekness is deficient in spirit or courage, weakness. God wants us to apply biblical meekness to our lives. We need to understand how to accept chastisement from God. And in order to do that, we have to have a meekness about us so we can accept our circumstances and not dwell on them. Worldly meekness, people tend to define as a pushover, weakness, easy to overcome that person. But as I said, God wants us to apply biblical meekness to our life. If we look at Psalms 37, verses 1 through 11, it helps us to understand how to apply meekness to our life. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord, and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger, and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So right here in Psalms 37, David shows us how to go about applying biblical meekness to our lives. In verse 3, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. That's what we strive to do in our daily life. Verse 5 says, Commit to the Lord. Until you make a true commitment to God, you won't be happy. I've lived my life both for God and in the world. And let me tell you, when I was in the world, I had anything and everything that I ever desired, but I wasn't happy. When I came back to God, several years ago, I started losing those worldly possessions, but I had a happiness in my heart that I couldn't explain. I gave up things that I thought were good things for my life, and God just started chipping them away. And this was the time that I had to start learning meekness. I had to learn to take the chastisement of God and apply it to my life. In verse 7, David tells us to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And he says, Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Don't envy those people that are better off than you. 
because they may not have God in their life like you do. Rest and be patient. In verse 8, David tells us to cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. That was a hard one for me because I used to suffer from road rage. I could not believe how people drive on the roads here. It would anger me. And then Wendy told me, she says, Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. And it hit me. I had to learn to control my anger and realize that those people, they were just going about their daily business. It was hard for me to learn. And David goes on to tell us in verse 9, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. When I wasn't ceasing from the anger, I was becoming that evildoer. Therefore, I would be cut off. That made me realize that I had to learn to control my anger. If we look at what James tells us in chapter 1, verses 19 through 21, he says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. One of the things my pastor taught me about the engrafted word was look for God in everything. When you're listening to some preacher, take the meat and throw the bones over the shoulder. I didn't understand what he was talking about at the time, but the more I focused on God and not the person, I realized that the word of God was there. And then I started understanding meekness. Galatians 6.1 tells us, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, Ye which are spiritual, restore such in one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. In other words, we've got to lift each other up or restore each other. Don't be high-minded. Don't go around telling people, I told you so. This is the way you should do it. That's not meekness. Jesus gives a very defined example of meekness in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 21-25. through 25. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile formed in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. I finally understood meekness at a time in my life that I was really seeking God. God brought back to my remembrance a situation that happened between Wendy and I before we returned to the Lord. We'd been married for, I don't know, probably four or five years. And she had come home from work, and I was in the process of fixing dinner. Well, we wound up getting into an argument over money, of all things. Go figure, huh? So during the course of the argument, she got very, very angry. Now, Wendy's one of those that it takes a while to really aggravate her. But being married to her, I've learned how to push her buttons and vice versa. I said something. She came at me like a bull in a china shop, and I had a can of corn in each hand, and when she came at me, corn flew everywhere. Looking back on it, it's, it's kind of hilarious how it all happened. But I understood meekness afterwards, because even though 
She ring our supper, or so I thought. I had a peace about me that I couldn't explain. And I want you to understand that I'm one of those type of people that I'm a retaliator. The older I get and the more Christ is in me, the easier it is for me to just forgive and forget. But I had to learn meekness. And God brought that situation between Wendy and I back to my remembrance so I could understand it. If you look back in your life, there's going to be times, especially if you have Christ in your life now, there's going to be times that you can look back and realize that you are a lot more meek than what you had previously been. That being said, I want you to understand, I love God with all my heart, my soul. I love people. My biggest issue is I have a hard time understanding why people do the things that they do. And God had brought back to my remembrance that I was like those people that I cast judgment on. That's not being meek. That's being holier than thou, is what the world calls it. I don't consider myself holier than anyone else. I strive to be more Christ-like. It's hard to do unless you really get into the Word and see what Christ endured. Could I stand and let somebody spit on me? As of this point, probably not, being honest with you. But here's the thing I know, and I said it during one of my sermons, that I have very few friends that I could jump in front of a speeding bullet to save their life and give mine. The older I get and the more God works on me, the easier it becomes. I don't want to die, but I understand more so what Christ went through when he went to the cross for my sins. He had the weight of the world on his shoulders, but he reviled not when he was reviled. We should not retaliate when someone or something comes against us. We need to learn to be meek because Moses was a meek man. And it tells us in Numbers 12, verses 1 through 9, And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses, and unto Aaron, and unto Miriam, Come out, ye three, unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud, and stood in the door of the tabernacle, and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently and not in dark speeches, and the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore, then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. That in Numbers 12 tells us that if we don't learn meekness, the Spirit of the Lord can come against us. I, for one, I don't want that. I would prefer to do, as it says in Psalms 37, 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. When we truly start understanding meekness, not the worldly meekness where they, the world thinks we're weak or we're pushovers, we become more biblical meekness, active and deliberate acceptance of circumstances without resentment, then we understand what Jesus was talking about in Matthew 5, 5, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. There's going to be a good time for all Christians 
once Jesus comes back. We strive to be more like Jesus, and I do that daily. And I want everybody to understand, this was not an easy path for me, because like I said earlier, when I was in the world, I had anything and everything I wanted, but I wasn't happy. I truly became happy when I come back to the Lord and gave my heart to Christ. We can all do that. All we have to do is seek Him. He's as close as the breath. All you have to do is say, Jesus, come into my heart, and He's right there. It's as simple as that. When Wendy and I had decided to step out and follow God and what He wanted us to do concerning the podcast and the Bible study, I kind of stepped back and just let Wendy take over everything. And that's why during these podcasts, you hear a lot more from her than you do me. I have a hard time listening to myself because I judge myself. And if I know if I'm not careful, then I could judge myself right into hell. Wendy is about the most meek person that I have ever met in my life. And she says that somewhere deep inside of me is the meekness that she fell in love with. I can't see it because I see the guy that I look in the mirror. God told me that I needed to step up and help Wendy with the fruit of the Spirit. So this podcast and the next podcast will probably more than likely both be done by me. Meekness is a hard hard issue to cover because not too many of us out there have meekness fruitfully in our life. But Jesus shows us and David shows us how to apply meekness to our life. That being said, most of you realize that this is the first true podcast that I have done on my own. And I am a little nervous about it, but I know... With all things comes training. With training comes comfortableness. And it'll get easier as we go forth. I appreciate everybody listening. And I want you to understand that meekness can rule in your life. Take care and God bless. Thank you for joining us today. For more information on this or other podcasts or to access our written Bible study notes, please visit our website at www.tnwministries.com. You may also contact us via email at tnwministries at gmail.com. Until next time, God bless.